Do you have a family doctor? Do you have a GP? Not a lot of people in our city would claim that they do. In fact, there are a growing number of people that don't actually have a family doctor. What is being done about this? And is there maybe some hope on the horizon? We're going to get into it right now with Darius Ramratton, who is a pharmacy student at the University of Alberta. Darius, good afternoon. Thanks so much for making the time. Oh, thanks for having me, Chelsea. You know, you have a unique vantage point right now as a pharmacy student because pharmacists are actually given a little bit more uh, prescribing power than maybe we realize here in Alberta. Can you explain what that's all about? Absolutely, Chelsea. It looks like you've done your homework. (laughs) Um, So since 2008, the, uh, the scope of pharmacy practice has really been expanding. Uh, Now, what that means is pharmacists are going to be more able to assist with managing patients and their medication needs. Uh, Certain pharmacists, once uh, once they reach a level of their practice, are able to apply for additional prescribing authorization. And this allows them to prescribe many medications, uh, especially to do with chronic medical conditions. Hmm. So in patients with, for example, diabetes or hypertension, if you're not able to meet with your doctor as frequently as you need to, if your pharmacist has additional prescribing authorization, they would be able to add medications, tweak your medications, and really optimize your ability to meet those targets and meet those goals to allow patients to have a healthy, longer-term life, ideally. So that all sounds that all sounds really great, but does it fill the gap that's left if someone doesn't actually have a family doctor for different conditions that they might need treated? Oh, that's a really interesting question. Um, I think that pharmacy is, and their expanded scope is meant to complement, but definitely not replace family doctors. As a, a community of pharmacists, we're looking to collaborate with other healthcare practitioners, and we're not always... 100% equipped to make more complex diagnoses. We are more specialized in the uh, management and optimization of medications. Uh, So I think that we do need all members of the team present to maximize our patient outcomes and allow patients to live their best lives uh, in terms of health. Yeah, and I mean there are some there is some good news when it comes to what that means in terms of uh, actually providing some more doctors here in our province. So Budget 2023 came out as we know last week, and in it, uh, the government has outlined that there is going to be a little bit more funding available for uh, medical medicine students here in our province. So how important is it to be able to graduate students from right here in our province to help? Maybe maybe gap isn't the, is not the right word here, but to help support the system that you're a part of as a pharmacist that can prescribe medicine. Well, I think that that's a really important point, uh, and that touches kind of on my background from the rural side of things. Um, Physicians who are coming from rural uh, communities to train and become physicians, they're more likely to return to those rural communities, as well as, for example, individuals from more specific communities, maybe within Edmonton or the surrounding area, are maybe more likely to return to these communities and serve their communities there. So I think that expanding our capacity to train Alberta students to become doctors is absolutely critical in improving the quality of healthcare and the accessibility of healthcare in this province. 
So what's the guarantee? First of all, what are the changes? And then what's the guarantee that these graduating students are actually going to stay here? Uh, That's a really good question. So the changes are looking like uh, for the, I believe, 2023 uh, cycle, they're adding 10 seats across Alberta. Um, And then after that, they're adding uh, additional seats. And over three years, I guess, the the total increase of medical students trained will be an additional 120 per year across Alberta. Hmm. Um, Obviously, this doesn't guarantee that they will continue to practice here, but I think the likelihood of individuals coming from Alberta, training in Alberta, I think that that would be higher, uh, there's a higher likelihood of them wanting to stay in Alberta. For example, where their family is, uh, where they have friends, where they've made those community connections. Uh, so I really think that that's an important aspect of this. There's uh, there's a lot of conversation, uh, and, and you kind of touched on it a little bit too, from the rural perspective about wanting to entice doctors to stay. And we're when we're looking to sort of fill in the the blanks here to try to provide more general practitioners or family physicians to Albertans, is there... Is there incentive for these graduating medical students and now the, the room for more of them? Is there incentive for them to become GPs or family physicians? Or is it more enticing based on the, the pay structure and what we offer here as a province for them to maybe pursue something a little bit more specialized? Well, not to, obviously, this is a complex issue and you raise a lot of really good points. Uh, a lot of other aspects of this that do need management would be maybe revisiting that pay structure. Um, is the fee-for-service pay structure optimal to ensure retention of rural physicians? Mm-hmm. If we were able to maybe bring in physician assistants like we see in uh, provinces like Ontario, would that be able to sufficiently take work off of physicians and allow them to spend maybe more time with patients? These are very good questions, and I don't feel like I'm necessarily uh, the one with the answers there. I think maybe discussing with a an actual physician who's practicing and having them go through what some of their struggles would be, would be a more um, enlightening conversation to have. Well, I appreciate the honesty there, Darius. I do feel like you were able to offer quite a bit of perspective on this, but I mean, being able to graduate 120 new medical students here in our province, I mean, that is still, it's a, it's a large number. And I think it should be acknowledged because it costs a lot of money to graduate these students. I mean, I think if you're not in this industry, you might think, okay, well, let's just, let's graduate more. But there is a lot of funding and resources that really need to be spent per medical student. I mean, this is not a uh, an inexpensive career to get into, right? No, absolutely not. It, uh, it is going to be very expensive. And uh, I'm glad to see the government stepping up and covering some of that funding there. And I think that's going to be really critical for investing in our ability to care for Albertans, because if more conditions are able to be managed by general practitioners before they get to the point where people are coming to the ER, maybe we'll be able to net take some strain off the hospital system and manage more conditions in the community and with family doctors. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, it is going to be expensive. But hopefully we will see some returns on that investment in terms of quality of life and keeping people out of hospitals. 
Yeah, we are making moves in the right direction to provide care. There's also going to be uh, nurse practitioner-run clinics to add a little bit of an extra layer of support, Darius. Uh, I do want to get uh, your thoughts on that. I have a couple more questions for you. If you stick on the line for just a couple of minutes, we'll be right back talking about graduating more Alberta doctors and that being just what the medical system ordered. Is that going to help us here in Alberta to cover the fact that one in five Albertans doesn't have a family doctor? We're going to get right back into it in three minutes. Chelsea Unched continues right after this. We're talking about the fact that uh, it's a scary stat. One in five Albertans doesn't actually have a family doctor. And I'm curious if you fall into that camp, Ched Nation. There are a lot of people uh, that say that they don't have one or they're trying to find one and they're just not able to do it. And so in order to sort of fill that shortage, the Alberta government has made some room in the 2023 budget to graduate more Alberta doctors into the system to try to provide a little bit more care. We're talking about it right now with a pharmacy student at the University of Alberta, Darius Ramratton, who wrote a great article for this uh, for CBC. And Darius, we're talking a little bit about the fact that, you know, there there is a gap and this will help. There are also going to be some nurse practitioner run clinics as well. Uh, can you clarify if graduating more Alberta doctors also then includes um, other other um, medical professions as well? Is this also going to allow for more room to graduate more nurse practitioners, more nurses, or is this just doctors that we're talking about? Yeah, so based on what the... Uh the government report is looking like. This is just an increase to the number of medical doctors that are going to be graduated. I, there was no mention of anything for, as you mentioned, nurse practitioners, uh, pharmacists, or anything of that nature from what I saw. Do you think that that, that would be the next step to this, is to, to pr- increase some funding for some of those other programs so that we can just graduate more medical professionals overall? Or do you feel as a pharmacy student and as a pharmacist that that area is covered sufficiently? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, and actually, at the University of Alberta, I'm currently working on a research project that is looking at... Um, uh, I guess, grading or assessing how well a pharmacy-run primary care clinic, hmm. uh, I believe, out of Lethbridge is operating. So I, I don't have the information on that as yet, but I think that absolutely in terms of meeting needs, especially rural needs, more is going to be more in terms of health professionals. Um, a lot of my family up north say that their pharmacies are understaffed, unfortunately, and that really does not lead or puts, puts pharmacists in a difficult situation as there's a lot for them to do and they always want to provide the best quality of care to their patients, mm-hmm. but there's a limited number and only 24 hours in a day. So it doesn't put them in the best situation not having that increased support. Why, Darius, is this something that you're passionate about? Why do you think that it's important to graduate more doctors here as opposed to maybe enticing other other um, doctors from other different countries or other parts of Canada to come here? I think that enticing other doctors from other areas is certainly going to be another option. And I think that looking at this issue as a whole, we need to be attacking it um, with a, a constellation of strategies to really try to improve the care as a whole. I think that graduating more Alberta doctors who are uh, grew up in Alberta would be important as they would be more likely to return to their communities. But obviously, CBC aired a really nice article uh, a couple weeks back on a clinic out of Lac La Biche. All the doctors there were from South Africa, 
and they hadn't received applications for Alberta doctors to come work with them. Hmm. So I'm not sure if that's more to do with people who are from, for example, Edmonton not wanting to move out to rural Alberta, or people from maybe their community not getting a chance to be accepted into med school. I'm not totally sure. I can't really speculate there. But I think that this is certainly one way that we should attack this issue. Well, Darius, thank you so much for sharing your perspective and uh, your thoughts with me this afternoon. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me, Chelsea. Of course. Take care. Darius Ramratton is a pharmacy student at the University of Alberta talking about the fact that in the provincial budget, budget 2023, there is some room to allow for more Alberta doctors to graduate, which I think is great. But I think that we also need to look at the overall health system and a shortage overall. So um, this is this is sort of one domino in a series of many. But when we're looking at the overall system, it's not just doctors that do a lot of the work. It's the respiratory therapists, it's the lab techs, it's the nurse practitioners. And we need to maybe make some room for more of them to graduate here and hopefully entice them to stay here to help the system overall. This is a good step, but I think it's just just that. It's just a step.